0: Hey there, I'm Tiffany Martin. And over the past decade, I've practiced as a counselor and been able to work with individuals from all over the globe and creating transformative change in their lives. During that time, I became deeply passionate about helping people get unstuck, organized, becoming confident, and really just living a life that they absolutely love. Now, I'm on a mission to help people navigate through the chaotic and even more exhilarating seasons in this thing called life that we live. Looking for help with mindset, character, getting started, growth, organization, or personal and leadership development? Well, you have found your home here. Because week in and week out, I'll be sharing candid tips and inspiring interviews to drive your mindset and life forward. These are the tools to change your life. This is Talk with Tiff. This week's episode is all about leaving the what ifs behind. What ifs, Tiff? What are the what ifs? I'm glad you asked that question. What ifs are the things that we tend to worry about because we don't have the answer just yet, or we don't know the solution. There are things in the future that are unknown to us and things that we typically make up when we are stepping into some new territory. So this week we're going to address the what ifs. We're going to address our feelings about the future, especially when it's unknown to us, when it's foreign and how to leave all of the negative what ifs behind because the negative what ifs are the ones that hold us back. The negative what ifs are the ones that cause us to second guess ourselves as we step out into the unknown. So this week is going to be fire y'all stay tuned because I have got some good gems for you. Just hang on and enjoy the ride. One of the main words that we're gonna focus on today is something that literally everyone in the human race has struggled with at some point in time. And that word is worry. Even when you hear the sound of the word, when you hear the word worry, it can kind of do something to you. Can make you feel a little bit anxious maybe or cause your body to tense up. The word worry is really, really (laughs) something that we've all struggled with, something that we can all relate to, some more than others, you know? It's really hard at times not to worry when we're facing the unknown, when there's something in front of us that we're just not sure about. But that's what we're going to talk about today in this episode and leaving the what ifs behind. We're not leaving all of the what ifs behind though. I want you to know we're going to focus on leaving the negative what ifs behind because the negative what ifs are the ones that cause us to be debilitated in our journey forward. They cause us To slow down, they cause us to even stop and get stuck in fear and fear is not where we want to live. We want to walk by faith, live by faith, operate in faith, move by faith, um, even into those unseen things, because we know that there's good things on the other side. There are good things on the other side of the unknown, right? Right. Worry. The word worry is one that we're going to focus on today. And, you know, normally I define terms so that we're on the same page during, you know, these podcasts. So worry defined, you know, the online dictionary is to give way to anxiety or unease. It's to allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. Y'all, worry is a state of anxiety and, and uncertainty over actual or potential problems. I want you to hear the first definition that I gave you again, because that one is like super serious. And when you think about it, you're like, why would I ever worry, right? When you worry, you are giving way to anxiety. You're saying, hey, anxiety and an ease, I'm welcoming you into my space. Come hang out with me and chill out for as long as you'd like, because I feel like if I let you hang out with me, my situation is going to get better. Right now I'm looking around because if we were face to face, you would be able to see like how I'm processing it in my mind and how crazy I feel in thinking in this manner (laughs) and why I have ever worried in the past, right? it's to allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. Y'all worry is something that literally everybody in the world has faced. They've come into contact with, they've encountered at some point in time in their life. Worry is, you know, before we head on into the rest of the episode and before I share, you know, my tips and All of that information on how to leave the what-ifs behind. I just wanted to take some time to let you know that each and every week when I show up to this podcast, I am walking through everything that I'm sharing with you. With you. (laughs) I don't know if that made sense. I'll say it again. I'm walking through all of these things with you. I am not perfect by any means. And I don't claim to be perfect by any means. A lot of times this information is stuff that I am literally going through or walking through or have just walked through and want to share, you know, what I'm learning in the process and or what I've learned from other people as, as I'm trying to help them in the process. So this is all to say that we're in this together. And I want you to know that. I want you to know that like Tiffany doesn't have all the answers. I search for answers. I'm walking through things and learning answers. I'm walking with other people through things and learning answers. Uh, I'm just constantly in the state of learning, which is, I feel like one of the best places we can be. So just wanted to share that to let you know that we're in this together. And I really appreciate you showing up with me each and every week to just spend time and learn. When we're in a state of learning, it really helps us to grow. Even if we feel like we're not, (laughs) we are. Okay. So just be encouraged, take it to heart and know that we're in this together. This episode is brought to you by Portrait Coffee. Portrait represents a desire to change the picture that comes to mind when you think of specialty coffee. Coffee was first discovered by Africans over a thousand years ago. Today, it's one of the most widely consumed beverages globally, coming second only to water. These trailblazers couldn't have foreseen the global impact of their discovery. On the other hand, they likely never imagined that their faces would be forgotten, even though coffee's pigment reflected their own. At Portrait, coffee is more than a product. It's a platform to do good. Portrait's hope is to paint a more accurate history that includes those who have been photoshopped out. And with every purchase you make, you're continuing to support Portrait's drive in pouring a new narrative. Use code TMC today to get 10% off of all of your purchases at portrait.coffee. Again, use code TMC to get 10% off of all of your purchases at portrait.coffee. Let's get back to the show. Okay. So we're going to dive into the three tips that I have for you on leaving the what ifs behind. Again, we're talking about worry basically, right? Because we typically don't Uh, rehearse and go over all of these what ifs for our future and the things that are coming up in the unknown um, when they're positive. We typically tend to focus on the negatives, like what if this goes wrong or what if this happens or what if that? And then we talk ourselves out of moving forward into the unknown, into the future, into some of the best things that could ever happen in our life because of fear, right? Right. Um so we're going to talk about three incredibly powerful tips that I have for you to leave the what ifs behind okay because you know <laughs> they can hold us back and I don't want us to be held back any longer so um 333 tips for this week's list of tips is extremely short i've only got three but it's also incredibly powerful. Okay, I've got three tips for you to leave the what ifs behind. Those what ifs, those things that are in the future that you were, you know, creating in your mind saying, what if this goes wrong? Or what if this happens? Or what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, right? We're gonna leave those negative what ifs behind. And this is how I want you to go about doing it. Pick at least one of the three tips to move forward with this week, okay? Um, if not all three tips. So, the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to go ahead and focus on the present. And the present is called that because it's a gift to us. Yesterday is past. You cannot go back and change anything that has already happened. And that's where regret comes in a lot, but we're not talking about regret this week. That's a whole nother podcast. Leave yesterday in the past. Don't focus on it because you're just wasting energy. You're wasting the time that you have currently. And then I don't want you to focus too much on the future. Yes, we want to plan for tomorrow and and do our best in that. But if you spend all of your time focusing on that and worrying about that, again, you're wasting the time that you have, which is the only time that is guaranteed to you, which is why it's called the present. Enjoy it, embrace it, and focus on it. Focus on what you can do right now. Focus on what you can control. If you can't control it, then you probably shouldn't spend too much time worrying about it. Again, if you can't control it, you shouldn't spend any time worrying about it. Don't worry about the future. Let it take care of itself. Focus. Again, I'm not saying worry about the present. I'm saying focus on the present. Focus on the things that you control can control and move forward in that. Take it a step at a time, a moment at a time, a minute at a time. Whatever increments you can take it in, take it in that. <laughs> if you can do it an hour at a time, do that. If you need to take even less than that and do it a minute at a time, take life a minute at a time, but focus on the present, focus on the things that you can control. Tip number two coming at you is going to be to exercise. What? I know, right? Exercise. Okay. You want to get those endorphins flowing. Um, There's been several scientific studies on exercising and and the benefits it can have on reducing anxiety and depression and other um, ailments, right? It's one of the best non-medical or not even non-medical. It's like, I'm trying to think of the word, help me out. (laughs) I guess it is kind of non-medical or non-medicinal. Let me say that, non-medicinal. Prescriptions, one of the best non-medicinal alternatives to, that's what I'm trying to say. It's one of the best non-medicinal alternatives to treating ailments, to treating illnesses, right? This is basically a medicine without having to take a pill, okay? Or without having to go through some sort of treatment. Exercise, exercise can literally change um the chemical imbalances like in your brain and all of these other amazing things so basically um remember we talked about worry and how it's giving way to anxiety basically of things that haven't even happened um and you know we talked about how this is part of the human condition like everybody has worried about something in their life before um And with that, you know, if we want to decrease that and bring that down, exercise is a great way to ease that anxiety you're feeling. And here are some ways that it can do that, right? I looked up, let's see, from uh, Harvard Health Publishing, the Harvard Medical School, they wrote an article that talks about how anxiety can be treated with exercise. And so some of the ways that they concluded that exercise can help ease anxiety is that it can, it can help divert you from the very thing that you're anxious about. Okay. Engaging in exercise actually shifts your attention from the thing you're anxious about to what you're now focusing on, which is exercising. Okay. You do have to focus <laughs> a lot of times when you're exercising because it's a challenging. It's tiresome. You know, you have to maybe remember to breathe. You have to focus on your form. There's different things that you have to focus on, right? So it shifts your focus and it diverts you away from the very thing that you're anxious about. You don't have time to worry about that because you are exercising. Also, when you take the time to exercise and move your body, it can help decrease muscle tension and lower your body's contribution to feeling anxious, right? Um, getting your heart rate up, like I was saying, it changes your brain's chemistry. Okay. It allows important anti-anxiety neurochemicals, including serotonin, um, gamma amniobutric acid, and um, brain-derived neurotrophic factor and endocannabinoids. I think I said those right. Okay. So it basically turns up these anti-anxiety neurochemicals in your brain whenever you start to get your heart rate up and you start to exercise. Okay. It is like taking a pill without taking a pill because it changes the chemistry in your brain it changes those chemicals that are going through your body it changes all of that okay so exercise is incredibly important it also activates frontal regions of the brain that are responsible for executive functions going on which helps control the amygdala which is your reacting system to real or imagined threats to our survival exercising on a regular basis can build up the resources that you need to be resilient against all of these crazy negative stormy anxiety filled worrisome emotions exercise is golden it is like the golden ticket a golden key for you to reduce the anxiety that you feel in your life, to reduce the worry about the future. And it's one of the best keys to leaving the what-ifs behind. It's not the best key. I've got that one coming up third, okay? <laughs> Even though I'm going to mention it third, this one is really honestly the most important. But we're going to review the first two. The first one is just to really sit down and focus on the present, focus on what you can do, what you can control. And the second one ties into that because something that you can probably control or hopefully control is the amount of exercise you have. Okay. I'm not saying you have to go run a marathon. Maybe you just need to step outside and take a brisk walk. Maybe you can go run a mile. Maybe you can spend 30 minutes in the gym. Maybe you're a mom of multiple children like me and you need to wake up at a.m. or 4.00 a.m. or 7.00 a.m. or whatever to get a 20-minute yoga session session in or a workout in at home, whatever you can do, whatever you can control, try to get some exercise in and move your body, get your heart rate up because when you do that, you're changing the chemistry in your brain. You're releasing different chemicals that are going to be able to help it fight the anxiety of what? Real or imagined threats to your survival. Your brain doesn't care if you make it up or if it's real, because if it's coming in your brain, your brain's going to try to fight it. Okay. So, the best way to do that, the best non medicinal alternative is to move your body and exercise. Okay. Tip number three that I have for you today. (laughs) is to get connected to the creator and trust him. Get connected to God and trust him. This one is the most important in my opinion. And I would say in his opinion, okay? (laughs) I'm a woman of faith, which we've talked about before several times on the podcast. So we're going to hit up on this and talk about this. Get connected to the creator. Get connected to God. And trust his word. And in his word, okay, there is a specific section on worrying. You can find it in multiple places in the Bible, but one of the best places that we're gonna go over, sorry about that, it just hit my mic, is gonna be Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Yeah, Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Here we go. Listen up. Cause I'm going to read it really fast. This is from the new international version. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body. What you will wear is life, not more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they Can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Holy moly. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own i want to take you back to matthew 6:27 because i think it's so incredibly important for us to reread this part of the scripture and to remember this can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life no when you worry you're actually like taking away hours of your life so just remember that you cannot add any extra time to your life by worrying so you don't need to do it just drop it right if the creator of the universe god himself is speaking through jesus the son of god right is telling us do not worry then we probably don't need to worry right And why would he have a section in here on worry if it's not something that we struggled with, right? So he understands that that's part of our human nature, that that's something that we want to do. That's something that like is in us and and wants to like worry it to try to fix things or control things. And he's saying, look, you cannot add a single hour to your life. Worrying does absolutely nothing beneficial for you. So you don't need to do it. Focus on the present, focus on what you can control, focus on doing what I've asked you to do and everything else will take care of itself. Tip number one, focus on the present, what you can control, focus on the things that you, my friend can do. Step number two, exercise, get those endorphins flowing, get your body moving, get those anti-anxiety chemicals and, um, you know, moving and flowing in your brain to change the chemistry that's going on. Tip number three, get connected to the creator. Spend time with him and trust what he has to say because it's powerful and it can absolutely change your situation and your trajectory in your life. Okay. I... (laughs) totally believe that this is key in anything that you're going to do. I'm going to end with a little story. So I went to school years ago. Got my bachelor's degree in psych got my master's degree in counseling and had this whole incredible future planned out for myself i just knew i was gonna work for a while in the you know corporate slash education setting and then um a few years later i wanted to step away and start a private practice um i knew i wanted to be a wife and a mom and i thought while i was a mom you know hey i'm gonna still work and have my career and send my kids off to daycare and you know just live the working mom life. Well, fast forward a few years, I am working in the education setting, just given birth to my first daughter and everything changes internally. I immediately want to become a stay-at-home mom. I want to take care of my kids. And even though I have all these degrees, I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? How am I going to get this situation to work out for me? And so I... <laughs> I'm, you know, trudging through, working through life, going on, and you know, really being um, pulled by this internal struggle. You know, I want to work, but I also want to be a stay-at-home mom, so on and so forth. So, fast forward some more, and I'm like, how am I going to make this work? Sorry, I keep hitting my mic, um, but I'm like, how am I going to make this work? What am I going to do, right? So, fast forward a few years, I figure out that I can start transitioning to the online setting. But as I'm like looking into these options, all of these what ifs want to start flooding my mind. What if this doesn't work out? What if this happens? What if this goes wrong? What if that happens? And finally, y'all, I just decide to take the plunge and um, say, you know what? What if, (laughs) right? (laughs) It's now or never sort of thing. We're just going to dive on it. So I end up leaving the brick and mortar educational setting and staying at home, not sure of how long I'll be there or how this is all going to work out. And when I finally do that, y'all, um, it's been an amazing, crazy, adventurous ride ever since. I have now been able to be at home for the last four and a half years. And some days I don't know how it's going to work out or <laughs> how much longer I'll have, but each day I'm taking it a day at a time. And it's been an exciting ride ever since. So um just wanted to say, you know, leave those what-ifs behind, those negative ones, because when you do. You can create the best life you've ever had, but you'll never know if you hang on to those what ifs and you continue to worry about the things that you have no control over in your future. Okay. So we're going to leave the what ifs behind and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Talk with Tiff. I really enjoy our episodes and our time together week in and week out. If you enjoyed any bit of this episode, I would love for you to go and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and then write and review the show. It really helps for people to see your input, to see if this is a podcast that would be for them or not. Yes. Also, if you have any input or recommendations or shows or topics that you want me to address on the show, feel free to email me at hello at com. That's hello, H-E-L-L-O at Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y, Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, and A-N-D-C-O.com. I'll be there to answer any and all of your questions that you have for me. And I can't wait for us to join each other again next week on the podcast.